I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Pin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to PinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word Sid. Entertaining and informative. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. You know, I don't know if this is a coincidence or if this is another example of the weaponization of the Department of Justice, but I can tell you this. The lengths to which the Biden legal team has gone to try to intimidate our witnesses, to coordinate with the Department of Justice, and to certainly coordinate with the Democrats on the House Oversight Committee to encourage people not to cooperate with our investigation, to encourage banks not to turn over bank records, to encourage Treasury not to let us have access to those suspicious activity reports. It's very troubling, and I believe that uh, you know this is a- another violation of the law. This is obstruction of justice. albums ever born to run and little stevie from the east street band also silvio dante from the sopranos steven van zandt will join me coming up at about 10 after 9 this morning bruce performing now back in the states and uh danielle and myself we've got backstage passes coming up august 29th in new jersey we'll talk to my dear friend little stevie coming up at uh, 10 after 9 this morning that was jim comer and the House, they are trying desperately to put the Bidens away and prove they are, in fact, a criminal family. With that said, he's the editor of the National Review, Political NBC. He does it all, but his best work right here at this time every Monday morning. And that's my dear friend, Rich Lowry. Rich, good Monday morning, buddy. How are you? We got one last chance to make it real. Yes, we Praying do. Praying his wings on some wings on some wheels. He just can't start playing that song and stop. Sid. <laughs> <laughs> it's the I, best Bruce song. It's it really so is. Evocative. I, I, it's so I, wonderful. It's so funny you saying that because uh, I'm a diehard Bruce fan, obviously. And when I ask what my favorite song is, I, I quickly say Thunder Road. I'm so happy to hear you say that. 
Yeah, absolutely. And that album, you know, Jungle Land, no. Uh, oh, no, uh, right. No. Oh, oh, oh. Come on, wish the Rangers had a homecoming down oh, in yeah. Harlem late last night. Magic rat. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should Whispers take you to the concert. Soft. Maybe you and I should go to the concert together. How about that? And then surrender. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, Rich. Good for you. All right, so Jim Comer is talking about the DOJ. You know, they actually, I guess the claim was they sent a letter because one of Hunter's business associates, a guy that I guess was involved in China, Ukraine, Romania, Devin Archer, uh, the DOJ sent a letter they wanted Archer put in prison before he is set to testify this morning on Capitol Hill. Now, it didn't work, and Devin Archer is, in fact, going to testify. But Comer and other Republicans insist the DOJ once again tried to work on behalf of the Biden criminal family. Your thoughts? Yeah. I don't know whether that's true, but the, the timing, I mean, <laughs> it's highly suspicious, right? All, all of a sudden, you're going to the slammer now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. Or whatever you do, report, report to jail before 9 a.m. Monday. Um, and I, I guess they withdrew it or said it was a mistake, but uh, very odd. Well, I do uh, want to know this. Uh, we've heard Tony Bobolinsky. He's another one of Hunter Biden's associates. There's really three guys that you take a good look at. I guess it's uh, Eric Schwerin. It is Tony Bobolinsky, and it's this guy, Devin Archer. And we've heard all of them at separate times. Bobolinsky, uh, not on Capitol Hill, but on Tucker Carlson and other spots, uh, saying the same thing, all three, that the big guy is, in fact, Joe Biden. So assuming Devin Archer says it again on Capitol Hill today, and I, and I believe he will, uh, what does that mean moving forward? It's not as if they haven't said it before, and it's gotten very little traction among the liberal media and the Democrats. Yeah, so it it will it will advance the case. I assume if everything he says everything that we uh, think he's going to say. Um, th- thanks to Miranda Devine first breaking this story. But I mean, the, the big guy. We have now s- several people who had uh, no reason to lie, or at least wouldn't have been able to coordinate across time s- saying this <laughs> that he's the big guy. So clearly, he he is the big guy. He was the big guy. And what, what's going to get the media to finally pay attention? You know, it's it's like a, it's going to have to be a check or you know a wire transfer or something really yeah, concrete. It. But but yeah. it's been blown away the idea that he he didn't know anything about this long ago and he was obviously was involved in it and I'm probably profiting from it. I guess they can also say the liberal media, Devin Archer. You're going to believe that guy? I mean, he was charged and convicted of two felonies for bilking the Native American Indians out of money a couple of years ago. Say. So I guess they can always go back to that, right? This guy's a criminal. Yeah, um, you know, and Hunter Biden was in business with them, right? So right. what does that tell us about, about Hunter Biden? Um, yeah, but that's that's the advantage of, of if you're working with sleazy people and they turn on you, you can always say, oh, that person was sleazy. But the, the only reason you're working with them for the first place is you yourself were sleazy. And, and Joe Biden at least was aware of the sleaziness, and it, it seems to be um, at a certain level as a party to it. Right, but the Democrats and the media, they're willing. They're ready, willing, and able to throw Hunter under the bus and say yes and when I say I'll throw them under the bus, mind you, a lot of them, last week, for example, The View, uh, some others on MSNBC, they were very angry with Republicans mm-hmm. and Fox News, for example, for, you know, calling out Joe Biden for, quote, loving his son. 
And yeah. no one is doing that. I'm a recovering addict. My father was aggravated, disappointed, upset with me. He still loved me, but I wasn't taking money, millions and millions of dollars, and giving it to him. So this nonsense they tried to pull up last week is nothing but that. Nonsense. Yeah, and, and there was a, a paragraph in the narrative associated with this ridiculous plea agreement that the judge um, shot down last week that said, you know, he was so drug-addled and out of his mind, he couldn't play, pay his taxes, but he was such a good citizen, he was still managing to, to, to run his business and make millions of dollars. So which of those, right. those things don't add up? And the only reason people were throwing millions of dollars at him, obviously, is because he was the vice president's son, and they thought they, they should, could get some advantage from it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. Bruno, he's your numero uno. One of my uh, friends these days, I'm getting closer and closer, is the congresswoman out of South Carolina, Nancy Mace, who had the oh, nerve. Yeah. Oh, she's the best. Last week, she... I, th- uh, I thought of you when she she's opened the prayer breakfast in a very Sid-like way. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She said, my, my fiancé grabbed me by the waist and tried to take me back into bed, and she was met by a lot of real, a lot of anger from Republicans, and she was on the show last week talking about it. She was hilarious. But she's one of the few Republicans who are not for impeaching Joe Biden. Me, I'd impeach them all. I'd impeach Biden. I'd impeach Mayorkas. I'd impeach uh, certainly Merrick Garland. I'd impeach them all. What about which Lowry? I, I, I kind of put down a stake during the, the Trump impeachment. So you really shouldn't do it unless you think you get have a shot at it in the, in the Senate. Um, but they're going to do it. Um, now, McCarthy has cooled down on the impeachment inquiry f- for now, that might be just he he thinks he doesn't have the the votes to open them. You know, he has a very narrow open. He has a very narrow majority. But I, I think once you once you put that in the water and start talking about it, you're going to end up doing it. And once you do the impeachment inquiry, as we talked about last week, then, then you end up impeaching him. So I think it's probably going to happen. You know, Donald Trump had a big rally, which Lowry Saturday night in Erie, Pennsylvania. And at one point he did threaten House Republicans who won't impeach Biden. In fact, he pledges to endorse all of their primary opponents, and MSNBC has played that about 20 times this morning. Me, I'm okay with that. What are your thoughts? Well, again, I, I don't think it's uh, be a really useful thing to do, but he's uh, has a, a huge voice in the party, obviously one that's probably only stronger now. I mean, the, the, the polling, there's a New York Times poll that just hit that have, I think has him at 54 and DeSantis at 17, and everyone else literally at three. Um, so, you know, he, he's almost in presumptive nominee territory already if uh, if he's not there. So what he says is going to be taken really seriously. It's another um, it's another thing that's going to push, push McCarthy in that direction. I guess Ron DeSantis is starting to get 
uh, I guess he feels like it's over because he actually said Trump's name calling is juvenile this weekend. He said Trump's strategy is wrong. He had some bad policies, some lousy endorsements. This was about the toughest we've heard Ron DeSantis over the past weekend. So clearly panic has set in for the Florida governor. I think he's coming to the realization finally he's got no chance, none. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, this is the the conundrum he and others have. So if um, the, the party doesn't want you to criticize Trump, it, it kind of some of them say they're open to an alternative to Trump, but even they, they're, they're not big on criticizing Trump. Most of them. So how do you, how do you beat a guy? Right? You can't criticize him. Right. And, and then what, what does it do to you when he's hammering on you all the time, humiliating <laughs> you, giving you a nickname and you say nothing, right? Yeah. It unmans you. It, ma- it makes you look weak. It makes you look afraid. It makes you look as you, as if you know, He's dominant. So the uh, the attack to this point has just been to, to eat that, you know, just to take that, you know, uh, and, and wait. And maybe he's decided he can't wait anymore, but it's uh, he's in a tough spot. There were one or two polls that came out last week that said, forget about uh, Trump beating DeSantis. He's got a 37-point lead. Don't got to be Nostradamus to figure that one out. But one or two polls last week said if the race was today, Trump would beat Biden. So here we go, Rich Lowry. It's an exercise we do now every week for a year and a half coming up. If the election was this morning, who was the 47th president of the United States? Uh, Same place. It's a coin toss, but I I would tip it to Biden. Still? Yeah. Well, it's just been one week, Sid. <laughs> no, I know, but a lot has happened in one week. Don't forget. I mean, they found out Biden lied about a hundred more things. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's uh, that's that's not news for for uh, a lot of us. So the only um, way the only incredibly weak is the only weak. way you'll change your mind is if, in fact, the House produces bank records and really takes the Biden crime family to the next level. Is that the only way you think Trump will win? No, I don't think it's the only way, but I, I think uh, the big three big risk factors for Biden: some, something terrible happening health-wise, uh, a smoking gun in the scandal, which is, which uh, is plausible, or a recession. Um, but you know, it, it, if none of those things happen, I think Trump could still win. Um, I think it's 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 harder. But you know, you have to. There, there's a long time between between now and then. So I, so I can ch- I could change my answer. I'm not not set in stone. But uh, I'm, I'm probably not going to change soon. Yankees have played 105 baseball games this year. That means they've got 57 to go. They're only five games over 500. They're in dead last inside the American League East. They are staring out what looks like their 14th consecutive season without playing for all the marbles. They won the World Series all the way back in 2009. If you own the Yankees, which Lowry, would you finally fire the GM Brian Cashman? I would fire him at the end of the season, yeah. Yeah, you would. Yeah. You think he's the guy that should be the scapegoat? Yeah, and and and, and Hal. Me is the owner not spending a little bit more when they, they were genuinely very close. Um, so this whole thing that we're going to see how the Orioles series go and, and decide whether we need to buy or sell, you're, you're not as good as the Orioles. That's why you need to buy if you want to, if you want to get better, you know. <laughs> but I got you. Brian's been around for like a quarter of a century. I had this conversation with Chris Russo last week. And everybody knows he's done a really good job. Lots of 100 win seasons and championships. But again, you can't go 14 years without winning a World Series. So even Russo said, you got to get rid of Cashman. You feel the same way. 
Yeah, and, and I don't want to transfer the attention over to, to the Mets, but I, I'm not saying this to be a jerk. I, it, it took a lot of balls to go for it the way they did in the offseason. It takes a lot of balls to admit, you know what, this doesn't work, yeah. and we're going to tear it down at least for now. So I, I give them credit that level. Well, they're not saying that. I mean, they dealt the way Max Scherzer and David Robertson, but the GM, Billy Epler, said this weekend, but it's not a fire sale. Well, wait a second. You just, you just yeah. gave up your top yeah. pitcher, or 1A, and your closer, but it's not a fire sale? Yeah, you know, sometimes you can you can sell a big a big star and actually get better. It, I'm always haunted by an 04. I thought the Red Sox were done because they traded Nomar. Right. Uh, but that turned out to be a great deal that made him better and more athletic, and and they won, of course. So, um, but it doesn't seem that that's in store for the Mets. All right, Rich, is always a, a great, 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 great conversation. Thank you so much. We'll do it again next Monday, All buddy. Right. Thank you. Have a great week. You too. The editor of the National Review, and my favorite part of that conversation was after Nancy Mace said she was late for Tim Scott's prayer breakfast because her boyfriend wanted to have sex, which Lowry thought of me. <laughs> <laughs> What's that say about Rich? We'll what does right- that say about you? We'll be right back. Like a vision, she dances across the porch as the radio plays. Roy Orbison sang for the lonely. Hey, that's me and I want you only. Don't turn me home again, I just can't face myself alone again. Don't run back inside, darling, you know just what I'm here for. So you're scared.